This is episode 321, How to Connect with Your Inner Child with Nikea. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. I don't know if all of you follow me on Instagram, but I shared some pretty big news last week. And so if you are on Instagram or you don't follow me there or you didn't see it, the news is that Steph and I are expecting a baby girl in March of 2022. I get goosebumps and all teary-eyed when I say it. (laughs) I'll be sharing a little bit more about my journey and pregnancy and the initiation into motherhood for those of you that are interested on certain episodes, but just wanted to share this really exciting news with all of you. It's been so hard to keep it a secret, especially the first, oh gosh, 17, 18 weeks when I was feeling so sick, but coming and doing this podcast and coaching the amazing people who call in and interviewing our amazing guests was one of the things that kept me going. So we're 21 weeks now, we're more than just a little bit more than halfway there. And really excited to meet this little being that's blessing us with her presence when she comes into the world. So today's episode is really appropriate because it's about mothering the inner child and really connecting to that little one inside. And it doesn't matter if you're male or female or however you identify, we all have the inner parent archetype and there's an inner parent that has more of a feminine mothering feel And there's an inner parent that has more of a bothering feel. And the mothering feel feels more like that nurturing and compassion. And that father feel can feel more like a protective energy. And you'll hear in this episode today that Nikea really didn't feel like she is connecting with her inner child. So we did some work around it. And I think this will be really helpful for those of you who don't really know what the inner child is or how to connect with it. I walk her through the process and she does a beautiful job. And I think you'll get a lot of value from today's episode. As you're listening, consider, did you have a mother or father who really didn't fall into the traditional role? Like your mom wasn't really nurturing, your father was absent or wasn't protective, and you have a hard time connecting with that inner parent. Are you good at loving others and taking care of others, but not so great at taking care of yourself? Have you done a lot of self-work in the last several years or months, but feel in some areas, especially with the inner child, you just don't know what to do or you're just not making much progress? So keep those questions in mind as you listen to my call with Nikea. Before we dive in, I also want to invite you to a masterclass that Steph and I are going to be teaching this November 4th at 5 p.m. Pacific. A lot of you have heard us talk about our Be the Queen course. And now that you know I'm pregnant, the reason why this is the last time we'll be teaching this course live for at least a year is because we're going to have a new baby. And I really wanted to get one more live class in before I give birth. And I know that this is going to be super powerful because I have to tell you, teaching while being pregnant has been absolutely magical. And this little being makes me and especially us together even more powerful. So this particular program is specifically for women who want to call in a man because that was my journey. And if you're on the fence about it, or you just want a little more We are having a masterclass, like I said, November 4th 
5 p.m. Pacific. You can register. You don't have to be there live. You'll get an opportunity to get the recording and it is free. And you can register for that at christinehaster.com slash love masterclass, christinehaster.com slash love masterclass. So come join us, come learn how you can shift out of frustration and enjoy the calling in process, how to connect with your feminine and be authentically you, no freaking games (laughs) to really attract the man you desire, how to break the cycle of attracting emotionally unavailable people and how to overcome loneliness or hopelessness. That's all often part of waiting for the most aligned relationship. So again, christinehasler.com slash love masterclass. I want to thank my sponsor for this week, which is a really cool one, StoryWorth. It's a gift that you can give your loved ones that makes them feel super special and unique during the holiday season. I love giving this gift to my loved ones because it just adds such a personal touch. StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve precious memories and stories for years to come. It's a really thoughtful and meaningful gift that connects you to those who matter the most. So how it works is every week, StoryWorth emails your relative or friend a thoughtful, provoking question of your choice from their vast pool of possible choices, and each unique prompt asks questions you never thought to ask, like, what's the bravest thing you've ever done in your life? If you could see into the future, what would you want to find out? And after one year, StoryWorth will compile all of your loved one's stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. So reading the weekly stories helps connect you with loved ones, no matter how near or far apart they are. This was something that I love doing with my loved ones. I learned so much about them, things that, you know, you thought that you would know about each other, but these questions really bring out new and fascinating information about the people that you love and care about. So here's your call to action. Go to storyworth.com slash over it, S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H.com slash over it to save $10 on your first purchase. Again, that's storyworth.com slash over it to save $10. All right, now on to my coaching call with Nikea. Nikea, welcome to the show. How can I help? Hi, I've been doing a lot of self-work in the past, um, I'd say about three years, but really been digging into my issues in the past about eight months or so. Just to give you a quick backstory background, I grew up in a single parent home with my mother. Uh, My father was around, been in and out, sort of. She adopted my brother when I was around 14, and we're 10 years apart. So I kind of became like another mother to him. Mm -hmm. So I did a lot of taking care of him while being raised. My mother is very negative. She yelled a lot. She was emotionally and verbally abusive, Mm. I would say, to my brother and I. I found out later, as of maybe a couple of months ago, that through my own inner work, I realized that she has issues she hasn't dealt with. And I guess the easiest way for her to not deal with them was Mm -hmm. to push them under the rug, like we oftentimes do, and to take it out on her children. Mm. I've noticed with my mother that when I meet people who know her, they'll say, oh, my God, that's your mom. She's oh, I love her. She's just so nice. She's so sweet. And I'm looking at them like, oh, OK, that's that's nice, because <laughs> honestly, I can't identify with the woman they're talking about mm. because that's not who I got mm-hmm. a lot of the time. So my issue is as far as me healing and moving on is I'm having 
trouble connecting with my inner child. Like mm. I'm having a very difficult time trying to connect with little Nikea in order to heal her so that adult Nikea can move on happily from all the issues of the past that I've had, whether it be with my mother or any uh, childhood trauma that I suffered from myself mm. or on my own rather. Mm. Well, I really want to acknowledge your awareness. You've, you've done a lot of work. You've done a lot of reflecting and you have a super high EQ. Um, so I want to acknowledge you for that. Thank you. So what do you think you need to heal with that little girl inside? Where does she feel hurt? Coming up, growing up rather, and even now as an adult, I'm currently 42 years old. Even as an adult, it's been a lot easier to deal with the emotion of anger mm -hmm. than it has been to sit down in the quiet and deal with the emotion of sadness. I've noticed with my mom, she keeps moving. Like she's always doing something. She's never home. She's with this friend. She's doing this. She's doing this activity. She's shopping. For me, my avoidance strategy is the same, I've noticed, but I don't, I, I just kind of stay to myself. Um, I use television. I'll use social media. I'll do anything, anything, food, anything to not sit down and really like sit in the quiet to connect with the inner child and, and honestly figure out exactly what she needs. I feel like I, I, she needs to be acknowledged for me. Mm -hmm. Like I know she's in there. Mm -hmm. I do know this, mm -hmm. but I don't know how to let her know that, yes, I see you, mm -hmm. but this is how grownups handle things. It's, this is not how little kids handle things. These children are way different, more expressive. They, they, they cry. It comes mm -hmm. easily to them, you know, and that, that type of thing doesn't come easily to me. Mm. Mm. Would you be willing to try connecting with her with me right now? Sure. Okay, great. So close your eyes. Mm -hmm. And just take a few deep breaths. And if you can, just first get yourself really present. Feel yourself sitting on whatever you're sitting on. Hear the sound of my voice. Feel and hear the sound of your breath. And see if you can allow yourself just to receive. See if you can allow me to step into that more feminine motherly role and just hold you and just guide you through this process. Knowing that you don't have to be the mom. There's no one for you to take care of right now. There's nothing for you to figure out. You just get to receive and see if you can shift your body into even more receptive position. So relaxing your shoulders, rolling your shoulders back a little bit, uncrossing anything that's crossed your ankles or legs or hands or arms, softening your jaw a bit and just really allowing yourself just take a little journey with no expectation. And the thing with inner child is, yeah, sometimes they are a little reluctant. And so we just want to be gentle and never force. So I just want you to imagine that you are seeing yourself on a movie screen. So in your mind's eye, just imagine you're seeing yourself right here at 42 years old on a movie screen. And you have a remote control in your hand. 
and on the remote control, there's a rewind button. And you're just allowing yourself to hit the rewind button and just see yourself going back in time, back, back, back in time, arriving all the way to a time when you were a little girl. And just see if there's an age you stop at or a memory you stop at, or maybe you just see an image of you as a little girl. Maybe you had a favorite outfit or favorite place. And just tell me if anything comes to mind, if you see any image of yourself. I was immediately brought back to second grade. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite pictures of myself from then. Mm. When you said favorite outfit, I instantly thought of that picture because mm. I love that pink and black outfit so much. Mm. Pink and, <laughs> I love pink and black too. So I want you to see that little second grader in that pink and blue outfit. She were maybe around seven years old or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what do you notice when you see her? I notice that she's smiling, mm-hmm. but I don't know if she feels the smile that she's smiling. Okay. That makes any sense. So I just want you to ask her out loud, and then you're going to respond as her out loud. And when you respond as her, you're going to be seven or eight years old again, right? You're not going to be... I remember, or it was like, you're, you're in present tense. You're right back at that age. You're back in the eighties. So say to her, you know, how are you feeling? I'm really here to check in with you. How are you feeling, Ikea? I'm really here to check in on you. Just see what she says. I feel okay. Um, I'm okay. I wish I had more attention. I'm, I'd like more hugs. Mm-hmm. Like my friends get. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish my mommy would smile more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, o- I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Ask her if there's anything she needs. Is there anything that you need? Um, I, I need, I need more attention from mommy. I need, I need to spend more time with happy mommy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Can I, need, you, mm-hmm. I need to spend more time with her. Mm-hmm. Can you ask her why she feels like she has to say she's okay so much? Why do you have to, why do you feel that you have to say you're okay? Um, mm, because that's the way I have seen mommy be. Mm. So that's the way that I have, or I think I should be. Mm. Mm. So I'm just going to ask her a question if that's okay. So you have to kind of put on a good face, a happy face, pretend 
you're okay and be strong, even if maybe that's not how you're feeling? Yes. Mm. Mm -hmm. Is that hard sometimes? All the time. Mm -hmm. How would you really like to be? Happy and um, free Mm. and comfortable and safe. Mm. Mm. So, Big Nakia, I just want you to respond to her. How How do you want to respond to everything she shared? What do you want to tell her? I would tell her that we we're getting there. We're we're so much closer than we've ever been. And that I'm sorry that, you know, you felt that way as a, a child. You're a kid. You're supposed to be happy. Everything's supposed to be you're supposed to feel safe. Yes. But we are definitely we've grown up. We've learned and we are learning to be there for ourselves and to make ourselves feel safe. Mm -hmm. And that's really true and really awesome. But I just want to point out something when it comes to inner child, because you said you did want to connect with her more. So to the inner children, the kind of pep talks and explanations don't really land. They first need to hear things like, it's so okay for you to feel this way. I really see you feel sad that mommy isn't happy all the time. I really get that's hard for you. Like she really needs to get that you get how hard it was for her. Mm, okay. So, so see if you can do that with her first. <clears throat> okay. You're doing great, by the way. You're doing awesome. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm going to speak like she's in front of me. Yes, exactly. And I would say, Nikea, I understand how you feel. I acknowledge how you feel. It's okay to feel the way that you feel. Mm-hmm. You're allowed. Mm-hmm. And I see you. I hear you. And more importantly, and most importantly, I feel you. Yeah. And it's okay to feel sad. If you feel sad. Yeah. Definitely. Let her know that. And it's okay that you feel sad because everyone gets sad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with the way that you feel. There's nothing wrong with you. Mm-hmm. You're perfect. You're perfect in your own way. Go ahead and ask her what she needs from you. Because now you get to be her mommy, basically. So what do you need from me? How can I help? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would answer little Nikea answers. And I I'd say, I, I need you to see me always, not just sometimes. Mm. I need you to feel what I feel. 
and and not push it down. Hmm. It doesn't sound much like a seven-year-old, but I mean, mm-hmm. I'm trying to convey the feeling. Yeah, I get it. Um, to not distract you know, yourself from me. Yes. Mm-hmm. To not dis- distract yourself from me mm-hmm. or how we feel, how we felt, and to know that even as an adult, it's okay to feel the way that you feel. Mm. Yeah. And I have a question for the little one. What are some indicators that you try to give her to let her know that you're feeling sad? Sometimes when we're actually quiet, (laughs) the rare instances where we're actually settled for a second and we're not using anything as a distraction, there will be um, sad feelings. There will be an urge to cry. Mm-hmm. Like our physical body will want to cry. Mm-hmm. But our brain and intellectual side can't find a reason for it. So we don't allow it mm-hmm. to happen. And how does that make her feel? It, it, it's <sighs> angry, mm-hmm. sad, um Tired, mm-hmm. tired. Yeah. Really, really, really tired. Yeah. So could you make her a promise? I promise to quiet my mind and to sit and feel into my emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, even if they are uncomfortable or foreign to me mm-hmm. because a lot of times the the being sad and and the 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 staying in there or acknowledging it is very foreign to me it's mm-hmm. just something that I'm learning to do um as an adult mm-hmm. and so I promise to work harder at feeling my emotions mm-hmm. feeling them settling into them, trying not to stay there for too long. And what I mean by that is to the point where I might get sad for a long extended period of time, it could lead to a depression, but to really just think about it, pray about it, meditate on it, journal it, and really just sit and feel what I need, what we need to feel. Mm. How does that sound to her? Sounds like a plan. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. <laughs> yeah. I can already feel her shifting. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. Can you thank her for sharing what she shared with both of us today? Thank you for your honesty, for trusting me mm-hmm. to tell me these things, because I know that you're not used to being heard or being seen for that matter. Yeah. And can you promise to check in with her every day? And I promise to check in with you every day. Beautiful. And I just want you to see her in that gorgeous pink and black outfit. And put her in a safe place, either an imaginary place that you make up. It could be your current bedroom or just a place that she feels safe. You don't have to tell me what it is, but just tell me when you've put her there. She's there. Great. And just close your eyes if they're not already and take a nice deep breath. 
Yeah. For someone who says that you can't connect with your inner child, you did an amazing job. (laughs) (laughs) You have a very strong connection to her. Very strong. I guess I thought it was, it it would be a different way or I was doing it wrong. Mm. Because again, I'm going back to my 42 year old intellectual brain. Right. Instead of my emotional brain that makes it my emotional side. Yeah. Well, you have a very high IQ, IQ and EQ. But I think since the IQ has been rewarded more in your life, you've trusted that more. Yeah, I can definitely, I definitely believe that. And so now it's time to really lean into the EQ. And what I'd recommend is, do you have any pictures of you from childhood? Yes. Great. So I would recommend that you have a picture of her. Me slash you (laughs) somewhere (laughs) and every morning or evening, whatever, whenever you feel it's often better that I do things in the evening because I don't have the day ahead of me on my mind, but some people, they feel really clear in the morning. So whatever works best for you. And you just look at that picture and you just check in, you feel in, you look into her eyes. And if there's sadness there, you just allow the sadness to come and one way that we can we can help help the intellectual mind deal with tears and sadness. Does your intellectual mind understand why it's important to shower every day? Yes. Right? Because it's mm-hmm. just rinsing off the, the, the grime, the crumb, the stuff we pick up. It's just a cleansing thing. So crying is an emotional shower. It's how we purge ourselves of things that we just don't need anymore. And the biggest, and you've probably heard me say this on the show, but I'll just say it again to remind all of us, is that the biggest thing is when we emotionally release, when we emotionally take a shower, the key thing is to stay in compassion, to stay in real love so that we're not going, why am I crying? I need to analyze this. What is this about? Is this working? We're not doing any of that. We're just allowing the emotion to move through. So it actually feels like a release. That is exactly what I do. (laughs) What you just said is exactly what I do. Mm -hmm. There will be times, there was a time, I probably, I don't even know, maybe a month or two ago, um, I work from home because of COVID. So I'm sitting at the desk and I'm working and all of a sudden I have this wave of emotion. Mm. Now I'm listening, I listen to podcasts all day, but I don't even think it had anything to do with whatever one I was listening to at the moment. And my eyes started welling up and I, I'm like, why? And I said out loud, like, why am I crying? Mm. Like what? I was like, what is happening? Mm. And I wiped the tears, felt it for a few seconds and I shut it down. And then I went right back into work mode. Yeah. So everything that you just said, it totally resonates with, um, my behavior. Um, I kind of, I have a question or maybe it's an opinion. Like I, I have so much compassion for others. It's so easy for me to mother anybody else. It's, (laughs) it's, it's so easy. I can do it and it's nothing, but it's very difficult for me to do it for myself or find compassion for myself. Right. Cause you had to learn to do it for others, especially your younger brother, but no one was doing it for you. So you learned how to give, but not receive it. 
It's like you can Mm. throw a ball but can't catch it. Two different skills. So mom had to play both roles. She was probably more in her masculine energy, more in the doing, get things done. You know, it doesn't sound like she was really too much in the ooey gooey nurturing, come cry on my shoulder. Everything's going to be okay. Let me play with your hair and, you know, cuddle you kind of mama. So you didn't really receive that nurturing. So you can give it because you had to learn because you had to help with your brother. Like it was, you just had to, you had no choice, but because you didn't receive it, there's a piece of you that thinks you're not worthy because when we don't receive it from our own mother, we can personalize that. And the conscious adult, you can go, well, I know that's not true. I know I'm worthy, but the little girl has some confusion around it. So in your work with her, you just need to keep letting her know, I'm here to nurture you. It is okay to cry. I'm going to really be in compassion. And when you notice yourself cry, you kind of put your arms around yourself or you grab a stuffed animal. Rocking is really good. Even if we don't have a rocking chair, just rocking back and forth and holding on to a stuffed animal really moves us into that nurturing. And so instead of going, why am I crying? I got to shut this down. I just want you to repeat to yourself, it's okay. It's okay for me to let this out. It's okay for me to receive nurturing. I am worthy of being mothered. And just allow it. And again, it's in there. It's in there. You just have to kind of overcome some programming. But you're already, you've already started to do it. It's making okay. sense. Yes. A lot of it is making sense. I'm nodding. Obviously you can't see me, <laughs> but yes, I'm not, I, I'm nodding to everything that you're saying. Cause um, I've instantly thought of an incident where I needed comfort for someone and I felt like I was, should have been comforting them. Mm. And I ate When you were talking, I was thinking about that. Um, my uncle passed away a year ago and I went to his funeral and I saw him and I broke down and I went into the back and his kids got up and came by me. They're my first cousins. They came by me and sat next to me and they had their arm and they were like comforting me. And I remember saying to them, um, I should be comforting you. You know, this is your, this is your father. And his son looked at me and was like, but you loved him too. Mm-hmm. And when he said that, then I was able to, you know, yeah, feel into it. Good, but I, but I thought like, oh, you know, this is your dad, and I'm supposed to be, you're, I'm supposed to be comforting you. And he just looked at me. He was just like, you loved him mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. You can comfort each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have to, I have to um, learn to comfort myself, and mm-hmm. I have to learn to let others comfort me and not feel like, mm-hmm. um. I owe them something for that or right. that I'm not worthy of them. Exactly. Because exactly. they love me the way I love them. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, it's a remembering, not so much a learning. It's in there. It's in there. And I could see with your experience with that little girl, like you, there's a strong connection. You, it, you just got to get over the hump of the judging and analyzing when emotion comes up and really feel into the nurturing. And just the little things like the stuffed animal, the picture, the rocking, the having the box of Kleenex, the saying it's okay, let it out, the, you know, 
putting yourself in that energy, putting yourself that anything that puts you into that more motherly feminine energy, all that stuff is going to help. But I think you're a lot closer to this than you think. I feel that. (laughs) I feel that I am. I am getting there. I'm on the right track. You are so on track. I'm on the right track. (laughs) You're so on track. You're so on track. And again, this is a big deal. You didn't really have, I mean, you had a mother physically, but in terms of the archetypical mother, she couldn't really give that to you. So you're learning, you're remembering. Yeah. I've learned through my own self-work, through therapy and reading books, your book, other people's books and podcasts that she couldn't give me what she didn't have. Right. She can't give me what she didn't have. She could. She just didn't choose to in this lifetime because you're giving yourself what you didn't have. So it's very Mm. possible. It's very possible for us to give ourselves what we never had. You're doing it. You did it in this call. But some people choose not to. And we don't blame them. We don't make them our scapegoat for our issues. But we're just like, I'm breaking the generational pattern. I'm not going to not give other people or myself what I didn't have. I'm going to do it. Yeah. You're breaking the pattern. I'm working on breaking these generational curses. You're doing it. (laughs) You're doing it. It's very inspiring. Thank you. Thank you so much. I hope this helped. Oh, so much. Thank you so much. So thank you so much, Nikia, for really being vulnerable, being honest, and letting me take you through this process. For someone who says she doesn't have a connection to the little one or is having a hard time connecting to the little one, you did so amazing. So, so much was discussed in this call. I don't really have too much to say in the breakdown, but I want to just point out something that I see a lot, which is we are often really good at giving to others what we need to give ourselves the most. This is where we can fall into a lot of traps in relationships, whether it's romantic relationships, work relationships, or friendships. We can just be so loving, so compassionate, so loyal, just totally show up. And the person that we really need to do that for is our inner child and ourselves. So with Nakia, she's done so much work and she had to be an adult when she was pretty young. You know, she helped raise her brother. She didn't have a father really that was too present She had a mother that, you know, just was not really in that feminine mothering, nurturing energy. And again, we're never here to blame parents. We're just here to state what happened and use that as information to understand, you know, why we are the way we are and how we can heal never as a scapegoat and never to blame. So she's working to break this pattern of keeping herself busy, keeping herself distracted and keeping herself from doing anything to sit down in a room and be quiet. But when we got quiet together and she connected to that little girl, you know, the first thing she was saying is, I'm okay, I'm okay. And we found that strong inner child, that protective part, that part of her that thought she has to pretend she's okay. She has to be okay. She always has to say, okay, even when she's really not. And when we talked to her deeper and we made her feel safe and we continue the conversation, she really express some vulnerable things and some honest things about what she needed. She needed more hugs. She needed more attention. She needed more time with a happy mommy. And even though that's not possible, right? We can't go back in a time machine and change our parents and live a different childhood. 
But remember, the mind doesn't know the difference between a well-imagined thought and current reality. So we can give ourselves the childhood we never had by being that mother, by being that father, by being that parent to our own inner child. And that's what's really up for Nikea right now is, is to learn how to connect with that little girl every single day and be the mommy that she, she never had. So it's going to be important for her and any of you that love to use distraction to pause, to check in, to use a picture and just have a conversation. You, I think sometimes we think inner child work is so elusive and so mysterious, and it really just is about connecting. And remember the inner child workshop is always available to you. Yes, we teach it live and we already did that this year and are going to have another one for a while, but you can always go back and get the recording and it's just as powerful. So that's christinehauser.com slash inner child. So biggest takeaways for you are to really drop into, okay, what didn't I get as a child that maybe I'm giving too much? You know, where do I feel like I'm over giving? What am I really good at with other people? And how can I really give that to myself? And just make it a daily practice to check in with you. My favorite, one hand on heart, one hand on belly, taking a few deep breaths and getting quiet and checking in. It is so much easier to connect to that little one than we think. It just takes intention, consistency, and open heart, compassion, and a little time. But you're so worth it. And so is that inner child. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next week. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings. Bye.